Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up? Welcome in to Best on the Board, presented by BetMGM. Michael Beller here with you. It is Thursday, March 24th. We are going to talk some NBA on this episode of Best on the Board. Joining me to talk through the five-game slate on the NBA Thursday night is a couple of guys. First, Brandon Funston. Funston, what's up? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, Just... uh... As I told you, battling a little bit of uh, some sinus stuff, maybe allergies, maybe something. Uh, I was feeling a lot better yesterday, but uh, just playing, you know, battling through it today. Nothing better to do to battle through a sinus infection than get up at uh, at whatever time you got up and get on the get on the microphone at eight thirty a.m. your local time <laughs> to talk about some NBA bets. That's what I always say. It's not the most. Yep, it, it's not like a catchy roll off your tongue sort of phrase, <laughs> but I find that it holds true. So uh, I, I think right. this will I think this will work out for no, you. Fun no, mate. No maintenance days for me, man. I'm old school. <laughs> there we go. Don't need any of that. I really wish uh, Malcolm Brogdon wouldn't have taken that maintenance day because I'm in a very close uh, fantasy basketball playoff matchup. So could use all the Brogdon I can get. Dan Santaramita could also use all of the Dan I can get. What's going on, Dan? <laughs> I'm excited for this because the last time we did this, first of all, we were terrible uh, for one. <laughs> yes, we were. We should say that. But uh, but second of Dan, all, th- Dan, no one remembers that, Dan. You don't need to bring that back into the collective consciousness. Of everybody I don't know. Here. I got to wash. I got to wash it away. We're going to speak it out of existence. Uh, but, but we have we had some big games and now we have some like kind of we have an average slate at best, I would say. So I think it's going to be a little more interesting to find your spots when when the games are not marquee games like they were last time. Yeah, well, Funston and I are trying to find our spots in the player prop market. Dan, meanwhile, just going with some more traditional uh, straight up. And Dan, you, you think Funston, I, I love NBA player props. So you think we're crazy? I It's just too too in the weeds for me. I don't know. I, I mean, there's definitely <laughs> value there. They There's usually a bit more juice. So you got to really know your stuff. Uh, but there's, there's some vulnerabilities there for sure. I mean, there's always those, oh, so-and-so's gone over this total for yeah. 10 straight games if you can find it it's early enough you can make some money on it but you know it's never easy no nope. that's it's a tricky time you got to pick your spots here at this time of the season mm-hmm. because there's a lot of teams tanking at this point yeah. a lot of teams testing out new players you know if a 20 point lead in the second half becomes you know for some teams a time to just empty the bench yep. and and you know pull players back so you gotta you gotta kind of think through the dynamics of how you think the games are going to play out before you start diving in that's certainly true we got five games to think through the dynamics of tonight as i said Cavs, raptors pacers grizzlies wizards bucks bulls pels and suns nuggets uh damn why don't you get us started with your first pick of the day and it is one of those straight up game picks it is on pelicans and bulls bulls of course uh, struggling here over the uh, post all-star break portion of the season pels Two and a half point favorites in this game. We've got a total of two twenty five and a half. What are you looking at in this matchup? 
I mean, this is pretty much an auto fade for the Bulls right now. It hurts me to say that, you know, Bell and I were both in Chicago, but the reality mm-hmm. is the Bulls just aren't very good right now. And it, I, as I said, auto fade, like before this line came out, I was like, well, maybe this will be like, you know, the Bulls minus a point or two. No, they're, they're an underdog. The auto fade is is well known at this point. And <laughs> yeah, so the Bulls being a dog in, in this one feels not great that I'm going against it, but they're just not a good team right now. Uh, you know, Patrick Williams is back, but and uh, Alex Caruso has been back for a few games, but I don't think either of those guys are back at their best. They're still uh, without ball. They're still not a good defensive team lately. Uh, Tristan Thompson only gives you so much since they got him. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is no longer in God mode. Like he's still been good, but that stretch <laughs> where he was able to carry them past the injuries is yes. is over. Um and I just yeah, it's just it's just an auto fade of the Bulls that are just really not playing well. They just got absolutely smoked by uh uh doesn't even matter. I've already washed it out of my mind. They lost by like thirty uh in Milwaukee. <laughs> and Milwaukee just last night. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was just it's just not good. So yeah, it's pretty much an auto fade. I wish I didn't have to give three points, basically two and a half, but um I still yeah, I don't have any faith in the Bulls on the road. It's understandable uh, with the way that this team's been playing right now. I mean, you know, now, now they're, they're just a few weeks ago, a month ago, they were looking at a top three seed in the East, which is definitely where you want to be sitting. Now they're looking at a four or five at best in a matchup with the Celtics, perhaps in the first round. So a major step forward, certainly for the Bulls this season. No way to slice it other than that. But uh, it is not the heady days of December and January yeah. here in Chicago right now. So Pels minus two and a half. The first play we're going to throw up on the board for today's show. Funston, you and I are both looking at a, a player prop uh, for someone on the uh, Wizards. So so let's go and jump over into that game. Uh, the Wizards are playing those aforementioned Milwaukee Bucks. They're 13 and a half point dogs. We got 231 and a half as the total on this one. But we don't really care about that, do we? Fun, so we're going into the player prop market. So what do you got for That's this right. game? Uh, I'm going to fade Rui Hachimura, who is getting 14 and a half points uh, on his over-under line. And I just looked it up. He's gone over this in five of his 31 games played. He just come. He went over in his last game. But it was against Houston, the worst team in the league, and he went over with 16 points. So he didn't blow it over. He's actually only hit 20 points once. So I like this a lot from the sense that, you know, yeah, Kyle Kuzma is out, but Kristaps Porzingis has been playing regularly lately. They've had a few days off, so you expect him to continue to do that. So um, this is not a back-to-back issue. And I I look at, like, the thing I like about Hachimura is, like, okay – he has only got over five of 31 and he doesn't get into the twenties in scoring. So mm-hmm. like, there's a really low ceiling for his high for what his high could be. There's a way bigger floor it, that a lot more of the floor is underneath this number at 14 and a half. So, uh, I am fading Rory. Expect this to be, expect to be five of 32 games going under 14 and a half points. <laughs> it's one of those games that, you know, with, with the big spread and with Milwaukee, you know, Milwaukee's obviously fighting for some seeding in the East, but uh, I, they're, they're pretty comfortably settled into that top three, which, you know, once you're, once you're in the top three and you're avoiding that four or five spot, it's not going to make a huge difference, especially when you're the defending champs going into the playoffs. So, you know, maybe things get a little dicey there, but uh, it's a way I would lean if I were forced to make a Hachimura play. I'm not forced to do that. I am going to go with a, a Fellow Gonzaga uh, grad, or they, I don't think either of them graduated, but a fellow Gonzaga. Oh no, my guy did. A fellow former Gonzaga bulldog on the Wizards, 
for my first play of the day. And I told you guys I had a little theme for my picks. Two de- I've been knee deep, neck deep in the NCAA tournament, as you guys know. And this is, at least on paper, a sweet 16 day for the ages coming our way. We've got Gonzaga, Arkansas, Michigan, Villanova, Texas Tech, Duke, Arizona, Houston. Four awesome games. We could be talking about that as the Elite Eight. Arizona, Houston looks like a championship game. Texas Tech, Duke looks like a Final Four game. And they're all happening today in the Sweet 16. So I thought, why not pull out some guys who played at one of those schools who are also in action in the NBA tonight. So that's where I go to Corey Kispert, Gonzaga, uh, former player, over 11.5 points for Kispert tonight. The minutes are there, the shot attempts are there. And that's really all I care about for a guy uh, like Corey Kispert. I think he he's someone who can, who can uh, you know, chip away at Rui Hachimura, and this can work in tandem for us here, Funston. Minutes, shot attempts, all there for Kispert of late. And this is a guy who does so much of his damage, almost all of his damage, frankly, from behind the three-point arc. So all this really takes is, you know, a halfway decent three-point shooting night. And Kispert should get himself there. He's been over 11.5 points in uh, each of his last four games and also six of his last seven. And again, seven, eight, five, five three-point attempts in those last four games. Uh, then before the, the game where he didn't get there in the last seven Zero three-point attempts, only played 20 minutes in that one. The two before that, six three-pointers, 11 three-pointers. This guy gets to shoot it. This is a great shooter. We all know that from his days at Gonzaga and his rookie year here uh, in the NBA. So I'm going over 11 and a half points, you guys. And Corey Kispert, Dan, do you want, you want to add anything in this Wizards game? Are you ready to move on? I just think it's fascinating that you guys found two Gonzaga players uh, to play <laughs> player props on. There's not that many, despite how long they've been good. There's, this this a short list of Gonzaga players. It's going to get bigger in the next few years. but Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it definitely. I is I keep... You should have told me your theme. I was halfway there. My other guy is Vanderbilt, though, so I don't. Th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they make the NIT or the CBI? Maybe they. I think uh, they were in the NIT. They, the NIT. they, they just one of they them. just lost in the. Uh, they lost to Xavier in the NIT. Yeah, quarters. Sc- Scotty Pippen Jr. Yeah, Scotty Pippen Jr. There you go. I have a I have a post postseason tournament theme. How, how's that? There we go. <laughs> Boom. I, that is that is an awesome theme. That is an awesome theme there, Funston. Um, all right, let's keep it moving here. Uh, Dan, let's get on to your second pick of the day. This is a fun. This should be a fun game tonight. Suns and Nuggets getting together. Could be the Western Conference Finals. They're in Denver. So, uh, Nugs, three and a half point favorites, 231 and a half the total in this game. What do you got for us, Dan? Yeah, I like the Suns getting a few points. It's basically uh, an autoplay. You give the Suns this many points, I'm going to take them kind of thing. Uh, they've won six in a row on the road, even uh, six in a row overall, but also six in a row on the road, including a win at Miami. Um, so I, yeah, they're just a good road team. And you give me this many points, and they won at Philadelphia about a month ago. You look at their road record, you look at their record overall, obviously, best record in the league. Um, but the Suns. I think you give them this many points. I'm going to take them. Uh, the Nuggets are really good, but uh, I don't know. Some about this one, they beat them. Granted, they haven't played each other since like early part of the season, and both games were in Phoenix, and the Suns beat them. And one, they split those two. The most recent one, the Suns won in a blowout. I think there's something to the matchup there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't need to over-explain it. 
give give the Suns three and a half points. I'm going to take it. <laughs> I think that's you know, like I said, it is fair, right? You, you see the Suns, you see three and a half points next to it, and it's one that's uh, you know not hard to get in bed with. Chris Paul, not yet uh, ready to return, but it does seem like his return is uh, in the not too distant future. So that's good news for the Suns, especially as they are pointed toward uh, the NBA playoffs and hopefully for them a return trip to the NBA Finals. I'm going to take my next pick here because it's someone on the Suns, and uh, unlike Corey Kispert, who got to the championship game and lost my son's player who got to the uh, NB the NCAA championship game won himself a title and that was Mikel Bridges who did so at Villanova again Villanova in action tonight taking on Michigan now this is a west coast game um not all the uh west coast games uh props are posted just yet and so we don't yet have Mikel Bridges props available to us but I can tell you that once we do Unless they are outrageous, I will be taking a look at Mikel Bridges' threes and Mikel Bridges' points. He's had at least two threes in each of his last five games, topping out at four threes against the Pels about a week ago. 16, 27, 11, 26, and 20 scored in that time frame. He's turned into a pretty reliable you know, 16, 17-point scorer for this uh, for this uh, Phoenix team. He's a guy who's going to get to get his threes up as well, uh, attempted at least six threes in seven of his last eight games. So uh, look at that. It's similar to Corey Kispert, just a little bit more uh, dynamic of a scorer who is asked a little bit more from his team. Uh, so I think that uh, Mikel Bridges will see those props come up. If they start creeping up toward 20, maybe I stay away from the points. I'd be surprised if that happened. I would also think that three-point prop is going to be sitting in the uh, one-and-a-half range. So uh, either of those are ones that I could get behind, and I would even play that three-point prop up to two and a half threes. I'm going to have one more guy for you guys. I mean, this was this was fun for me to go and look through and make sure I, I, I kept this theme rolling. So I'm, I'm going to have one more for you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Funston, round out your postseason tournament theme here. What do you got for us for <laughs> yes. your second pick? The Vanderbilt Commodore himself, Darius Garland. Yes. And I must have woke up, maybe because of my sinus issues, I woke up in a negative mood. But I'm going to go with another under uh, for Garland, who has been been playing great lately, but he's playing Toronto. And uh, so his points, Garland's points over under is 23 and a half, which he's been hitting the over fairly regular of late. And his points, rebounds, plus assists number is 37 and a half. I'm going to choose to fade the 37 and a half on the PRA. If you look at Garland, uh, he's faced Toronto three times this season. His PRA combined in each of those games has been 30, 34, and 30. If you take his best point effort against Toronto, his best assist effort in any of those games, and his best rebound effort in any of those games, you only get to 36. So, uh, uh, he he recently had a three game stretch where his PRA was forty nine thirty and fifty nine. The thirty was Toronto. So he, even when he's when he's on fire, Toronto seems to kind of cool him down a little bit. They're a good defensive team. They actually give up the least amount of points to the point guard position. So for that reason, I'm going to say Darius Garland comes under thirty seven and a half PRA. 
Yeah, it's it's good reasoning here, and that's going to be an interesting game between these teams. It's an important game in the standings. You know, you really look at you look at Cleveland, Toronto, and the Bulls. You know, like I mean, one of those teams is going to be stuck playing in the play-in tournament, yeah. and whichever one of that team is is going to feel pretty comfortable. I mean, any team can go and lose back-to-back games, uh, but you're you're going to feel pretty comfortable. You sure don't want to be playing in that play-in tournament. So this is a big yeah. game for for Cleveland and Toronto. And to what you said earlier, Funston, like this is a game where both teams are going to have, you know, pedal to the ground all game long. Yep, exactly. Looking for those. I think, you know, Denver and Phoenix, that was, I was kind of where I was looking around. I was like, I, that's where I started. You know, Denver and Phoenix yeah. are going to play a, a legit game. You know, this Cleveland-Toronto <laughs> game is going to be the same way as well. So, um, so yeah. Um, but hopefully... If, if anything happens with Garland, I hope he does sit early. <laughs> I'd rather it not be a legit game. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Cleveland and Toronto is where I where I ultimately found my third guy here. Um, I wanted to get uh, Karis LeVert came to mind, of course, uh, after his great career at Michigan. Uh, but uh, no props available for Karis LeVert just yet. Gary Trent, a uh, great career at Duke, but uh, uh, questionable for tonight's game because of his injury. So I settled for Lowry Markin and um, yeah, I wonder like Mikel Bridges, Corey Kispert, these are guys who had long, successful college careers. Markin and not quite the same. I wanted to really play up the the greatness of uh, of a guy's college career. Markin had had a great career, just did not the length of the career that you know guys like Kispert and Bridges had. So uh, I settled for Markin and here, give me under six and a half rebounds for Lowry Markin and. In this game, Toronto, not a great defensive rebounding team, but an excellent offensive rebounding team. This is the number two offensive rebounding team in the league behind only Memphis. Toronto cleaning up 28.6% of its own misses on the season. And Larry Markinen, for a big guy, he's not a great rebounder. And so obviously when you're a big guy who's not a great rebounder, you're still going to get your five, six rebounds per game, but you're going to get most of those on the defensive end. And that's what Larry Markinen does. He gets just about one offensive rebound per game and about four and a half, five defensive rebounds per game. He's going up against a great offensive rebounding team. So I just don't think that those opportunities for a guy who's not a great rebounder, who spends a good amount of his time on the perimeter are going to be there for him, frankly. I just don't think that he's uh, he's got He's got to do the work on the defensive end and with what Toronto can do on the offensive end, I think he's going to have some trouble. So give me under six and a half rebounds, you guys, for Lowry Markin. And, and there you go. That completes uh, completes the trio uh, for me. We've got uh, a Gonzaga guy, a Villanova guy, and an Arizona guy. Um, it, it's going to be, it's you know, it's it's great. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to get as many of them in as I possibly could. Um, and there we go. There we go. NCAA tournament is going to be, a, I mean, you know, we're sitting yeah. here talking NBA, but this day, you guys, I don't know, you know, if you've done any looking into the gambling on on those four games, but this this is going to be an unbelievable day, I think, in the Sweet 16. I looked at Arizona and Houston because Houston is the popular uh, upset pick, and I'm I'm going against that. I think Arizona. I like Zona, too. I, I, the way they kind of withstood that TCU barrage, I thought that was just a kind of you know, people are giving Gonzaga credit for kind of like, oh, they had that tested game against Memphis and they think mm-hmm. it's good for them. They're, they're kind of the spin is the opposite against Arizona. Like, oh, TCU almost took them down. Well, TCU played yeah. great and they played hard. TCU played great. Yeah. And I guess the, 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 what you would say about that is that Houston is sort of a better TCU. Right. And that they get after the offensive glass. And we saw TCU really beat Arizona up on the glass. Um, and so maybe Houston can do that better. But I, I'm with, I, I like, I like Arizona is the one favored team. That I like today, at least against the spread. Otherwise, I'm on I'm on Arkansas with the points. I'm on Michigan with the points, and I'm on Duke with the points. Yeah. How about you, Dan? Anyone want to throw any college basketball bets in here before we call it a show? 
I'm on Houston. Actually, to be totally honest, I'm forgetting which games are today and which are tomorrow because I have a bunch of plays out. I have St. Uh-huh. Peter's this weekend. I think 12 and a half tomorrow. is too many points. Um, and I have Houston and there's a couple others I'm forgetting. The thing that's interesting, you guys mentioned, maybe this is less uh, betting side, but the draft prospects I think have been very fascinating. Uh, maybe yeah. we can talk about draft uh, mm-hmm. over-under and the placements. I know those are fun to play. But... Um, a lot of the big prospects are in the tournament, which we didn't have as much of mm-hmm. last year. I feel like yeah. almost all the top guys are, are in the tournament. And yeah, other, other than Jabari Smith, I think probably the top well, right. five of the top six picks are probably still in the tournament. Still playing. Yeah. 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 And even then, you can take something from Jabari Smith's second round loss. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Or, you know, yeah. doesn't mean yeah. John, Johnny Davis also. Yeah. Guy who's going to be yep. probably a top 10 pick, losing in the second round. Yeah, yeah sorry, bro. Um, he was a one-man team all year. That was kind of the thing. It was him, him or bust. <laughs> I pretty much wrote off when he when he had that ankle injury, the, the regular season finale against Nebraska, I basically wrote the season off. Yeah, he was 100%. <laughs> yeah. And he's clearly not 100% in either the Michigan State loss in the Big Ten tourney or the loss to Iowa State in the uh, second round of the NCAA tournament. But that's enough. That's enough here. This is an NBA show, so we're going to call it an episode of Best on the Board. If you want to check out our best bets for today's games, that would be Thursday's games and Friday's NCAA tournament games. Austin Mock and I have been breaking that down all week. So just check out this feed that you're already in, you're already listening to. Just look a little bit behind this episode you're listening to, and you will see those Thursday and Friday best bets for the NCAA tournament. That's going to do it for this episode, however, of Best on the Board. For Funston and Dan, I'm Michael Beller. Thanks for listening. Good luck. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon.